we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 11, 2016. And I really felt compelled to do a study today regarding all of the breaking current events from this last week alone. Almost impossible to keep up anymore with all the garbage that is coming out. And we're going to be, what I'm trying to do is give you a, uh, a clear perspective on what actually happened this last week. And we're going to be going over that. We're going to be going over some alternate theories. We're going to be looking at what is the real agenda behind this. And as we, as I said in the last study and the previous studies before that, what happens between now and the Republican National Convention and the November elections is really pivotal regarding the future of the country and what the New World Order would like to implement between now and then. And that's pretty much the discussion that we're looking at today everything is definitely falling in place regarding the predictions that i've gotten into they're not my predictions they're just things that we're citing we're just looking at the handwriting on the wall we're 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 not being ignorant of satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us is essentially what we're doing here um so this starts out <clears throat> and i start out by saying right on cue to bring in martial law and to get the spotlight off Hillary, I knew something was going to happen this week with all the stuff that was going on with Hillary and Comey because that was really ramping up. There was more heat being put upon that. And I knew something cataclysmic was about to transpire. And again, right on cue to bring in martial law, get the spotlight off Hillary in preparation for shutting down the Republican National Convention in the upcoming elections. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying that's what is... I really believe that's what the Obama administration, what George Soros, what the New World Order would like to see implemented. That seems to be their their plan A from what I'm seeing here. It's becoming more and increasingly obvious that their plan A is keeping Obama in, is creating enough racial strife, division through contrived, most of it, uh, so many of these people are bought and paid for, as we're going to see, even in the protesting, to bring about martial law, which will then bring about <clears throat> all of the other cascading things that go along with martial law, the executive orders being put in place, Obama staying in indefinitely, <clears throat> the elections being suspended, Trump being a non-issue. This seems to be the plan A now. Before I kind of thought, no, they're going to do anything they can do to get Hillary in. Well, that I think is more likely plan B at this point regarding what I'm seeing going on here. Uh, now, could be wrong. I'm not saying this is prophetic. I'm saying based on what I'm looking at in totality, based on all of the other reports I've done, based on the most current information I have in front of me, this seems to be the case. <clears throat> but again, it's not written in stone. And if God intervenes in one way, shape, or form regarding all of this, and this is why I really want to present this information so that you can be in prayer about it, you know, God says, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. As, you know, God said in his word. <clears throat> so again, I, I don't do this so we can just wring our hands and, and get all angry and, 
and, and throw up our hands and say there's nothing that can be done. I do it so that people are in prayer, but in prayer in an intelligent way uh, regarding specifically what is going on. <clears throat> now, um, this is in preparation also for the summer race war that was predicted. Now it is commencing. This is what they are trying desperately to get going. This is what we had talked about and predicted for a long time now. This has been months that we've been talking about the summer of 2016 in various studies that I've done where they really wanted to get the race war going. You know, and I think that with Trump's popularity, and again, I'm not advocating like saying Trump's perfect or whatever, but with his popularity, with the platform he is running on, and with the platform Hillary's running on, obviously they're diametrically opposed. Okay, now granted, Trump could get in there and be Satan incarnate, he could flip flop on everything. Uh, that would be pretty tough for him to explain if he did do that. I think there would be a huge uprising <laughs> regarding that, but theoretically it is possible uh, if, if we look at that situation. But if Trump wasn't as popular as as he is, I don't think this would be they would be doing this. Most likely, it wouldn't be as big of a priority if you had somebody in there like Jeb Bush, okay, who would have no chance of beating Hillary. Um, it probably wouldn't, and they're all on the same team anyway, the Bushes and the Clintons. That goes way back. So it's just two sides of the same rotten coin. If you have that dynamic, there's a very good likelihood the whole thing that we're seeing now with the summer race wars and all this, that may not even, they, they may not really have, have wanted to get that all stoked up. Unless they wanted to keep Obama in office and then it still would be a priority, which, you know, I'm not sure how Satan's looking at this. I know that it's, you know, Satan is is making his move and then it's like God will make a counter move and it's like a, a I've heard it referred to as like a cosmic chess match type of deal. But you know the Lord Jesus Christ is always infinite move, moves ahead of Satan. You know, so how it's all going to end up turning out, I, I don't know. And I, I really do believe that a lot of that may be dependent upon what the remnant does regarding prayer what and I mean the Christian remnant does regarding prayer, regarding educating others, being proactive, and these types of things. Now, it may be on the point of no return. This may be God's way of saying, Nope, I'm done dealing with this situation. Um, there are times in the Bible in Jeremiah 7, Jeremiah 11, Jeremiah 14, where God actually will get to the point. And this, in regard to there, was regarding the Jews, who were literally sacrificing their children. I mean, they were child sacrifice. And they thought that they were literally doing it in a godly, like, like they thought they were right with God. If you, if you read the context of those chapters in Jeremiah. And God gets to the point where he will finally say, don't pray for these people, because I will not hear your prayer anymore. Now, maybe that's the point he's got to with America. I, I don't know. It could be. It could be. But we're still called upon to occupy till Jesus comes, to pray about these things, to fight the good fight of faith, to be a good soldier for Christ. That's never going to change. You know, that's like dying last breath never going to change. 
So we are to pursue righteousness. We are to pursue truth. And, and no matter what. <clears throat> the headlines this week, the one of the, the, the main ones that came out, and I'm just going to read, rapid fire read some headlines here, and then we're going to get into more specifics. War in Dallas, five cops shot dead. Um, Eleven total were shot. Five died. Um, six wounded. The, the man that supposedly wanted to do it wanted to kill white people. Now, I understand with all of these reports, and I get emails from my listeners about this. You know, I had got a listener, uh, Charles. He said the original stories say multiple shooters. Now, I was watching this as it was happening that night, or, or kind of on top of it. And yeah, that when you when you first heard the report, multiple shooters. They suspected at least four shooters. Original stories say multiple shooters. Now, no mention, just one shooter. Well, why would they want to do that? Well, then that way they could just say, oh, it wasn't really Black Lives Matter. It was just some lone black gunman with an agenda that was a racist. That it was just, he was, yeah, he was. Let me tell you something. The footage I saw, <laughs> if, if it was real, and it appeared to be real, that guy, the way he was moving, he was a highly trained... Now they said he was like in the army, and I don't know if he was a ranger or whatever, but that, that guy reminded me of somebody like in the, in the Navy SEALs, the way that, that he went around that pillar, drew fire one direction, went around the pillar, shot the guy. The guy didn't even see it coming, the police officer. That guy was highly, highly trained. And... The original reports, it was, you know, hey, multiple shooters, they suspected four, all this going on. Now there's things out there where they, they app actually apprehended the other shooters. They were taken into custody. The Bush crime family told them, that, I've heard all kind of theories, Bush crime family who are in control of Dallas told them that they should be released. Here's the problem. That may all be true. But the problem is, is that what the narrative that 99.9% .9 of all the people are being told and are believing is it was this scenario and this is what's going on. So this is actually what we have to deal with. You're not going to convince the masses that that was the case. Even if it is true, you're not going to convince them. So what I'm trying to focus upon are the facts where we can clearly delineate that this is a wicked, evil agenda afoot by the Obama administration, by George Soros, by the Illuminati, that they are actually the literal ones that are putting Black Lives Matter, the black new Black Panthers, these, these moveon.org, all of these wicked, evil organizations into play to create a race war. That you can verify. The other stuff, like, okay, and all of these different mass shootings where, where you'll have all these people come and say, nobody was killed. Nobody was this or that. Okay, well, how do we actually really prove that? I mean, the, the, the Orlando shooting, my daughter, um, the place that she works at, there was a guy there that, that knew somebody was personally killed in Orlando. Now, was it fake? Well, not according to the guy she works with. I mean, okay, so there was nobody killed. I mean, those theories are so hard to prove. What I'm trying to argue from are things that can be easily verifiably proven. Okay? Because then if you want to present this to someone else, 
it's much more easy to present that case. If you if you start to go into all the other stuff, which okay, if you can prove it, great, but <laughs> I'm trying to reach as many people as we can. And and that's why I'm trying to approach it from that direction. Anyway, um he had an agenda, he wanted to kill white people. Um again though, original stories say multiple shooters. Now no mention. That had changed already by morning. One shooter, not affiliated with Black Lives Matter. That's a, you know, just one guy. And they always do this. It's always one lone gunman that, that, that is just crazed and, and has some agenda. And then, they're, then they always then focus on the gun. See, this crazy guy got this gun and did all this. We've got to take away the guns from everybody so that nobody can ever get them. And then in that situation, you're only going to have the guns in the criminal government's hands. I don't mean all people in government are criminal, but the ones that will come after your guns, I would consider them criminals. Yeah, absolutely. And then the criminals themselves. Those are the only people, because the criminals are always going to have guns. And so this is what you're dealing with here now. Um, these are just different headlines. Black Lives Protest Turns Massacre. Um, black power group claims responsibility, warns of more assassinations. So there was a black power group that claimed responsibility, even though they said this lone gunman had, you know, whatever, no affiliations. They warn of more assassinations. Police are taunted, slaughter of pigs, that's what they refer to the police as. Footage shows agitators dancing and mocking. Can you imagine if white people were doing this? If it was a whole bunch of white people that had went there and overtly tried to kill blacks marching for Black Lives Matter and they were dancing into... Can you imagine the narrative on CNN, the Communist News Network, and all of the other lamestream prostitute media? No, it would, it would have been unbelievable. Whites are blamed anyway. I mean, they're, they're the source of all evil on the planet. I'm even convinced of it now. You know, like the one video I did recently where those, those, those black debaters at that uh, college from Georgia were saying, you just, all the white people just need to start killing themselves because of the slavery issue and because of all the black suppression you've caused and all the misery you've caused to the black races. You just need to start killing yourselves. And they were like, well, you mean I need to kill myself? He says, yeah, that'd be a good start. They were telling the people they were debating that. <laughs> I mean, absolute, total insanity is becoming the norm now. Um, going further, the Dallas shooter had planned larger attacks. Uh, Blant Path... Black Panthers, these are just different headlines. Target pigs, riot watch issued for Louisiana, Homeland Security entering Baton Rouge. And that went on last night. Um, agitators hurl rocks at Phoenix police chant, we should shoot you, Trump supporter trampled. The social divide continues to grow. Shootings lead to U.S. travel advisories. These are other countries issuing travel advisories to their citizens about going to America. Because that's how bad it's getting here <clears throat> thousands take to the streets americans urge to buy a gun get trained carry it always uh these are different headlines again that was in the washington examiner uh cops targeted across america obama denies division though he 
denies there's any division, even though he's creating this and doing everything he can do to cause the division. Obama grins. Another headline. Obama grins as nation mourns, laughs his way through the NATO summit. The, basically, the, the, the next day, it happened that night, and then the day he was at the NATO summit, President Obama cheerfully yucked it up with British Prime Minister David Cameron during the NATO summit in Poland, while Americans remained in shock after the murders of five police officers overnight. Dr. Ben Carson scolded him for defaulting to gun control arguments. Texas Representative Pete Sessions, whose district includes parts of the Dallas Metroplex, complained that Obama was missing in action while the nation mourned. Former Governor Mike Huckabee dismissed uh, Obama as a wedge-issue divider for pushing gun control at a time of great grief. Well, that's all he ever does when anything like this happens. They just push gun control. When most likely it was a psyop that they actually planned. They had multiple shooters there. Uh, the one report I had said they were CIA. And they went in. They had bulletproof vests. They had gas masks. They were all set up. They killed as many cops. They blame it on one guy, one lone guy that they blow up. So again, there's no, there's nobody to interview. And then the other three are, 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 are whisked away into the netherworld. We'll never know. That's probably what ended up happening. See, this is all to fit their agenda. This is all to create a race war. And you would have thought that the Black Lives Matter groups would have been, in some sick way, appeased by 11 cops being shot, 5 being dead, when they were supposedly riding over 2 black men that got killed. We're going to look at this all at length. But it's like, no, that didn't do anything. No, we, we, we want... We want all the white cops, evidently. We want all white people dead, I guess, is where it really ends up going. I mean, that's basically, from what I'm reading, that's what their ultimate agenda would be if they had their druthers, if they had their way. All whites die. That's where it seems to be uh, going here. And then this is another headline. This is... This is now war former congressman joe walsh warns cop hater obama to watch out after police officers are shot dead in dallas so again this is all by design just to create as much racial divide and as possible particularly moving in into this next rnc convention dnc convention november elections wait wait you hear this information today i mean we're, we're just scratching the surface i mean i'm just uh, next report, Obama exploits Dallas police murders to federalize local law enforcement advocates, advocates, uh, unconstitutional advocates, unconstitutional expansion of federal government into local law enforcement. So you knew this was coming as well. The federalizing of, of the police. There's always problem, reaction, solution. Order out of chaos. Hegelian dialectic, whatever you want to call it. During a press conference on the sidelines of the NATO conference, in which he was yucking it up with all his buddies over there, in Warsaw, Poland on Saturday, Obama said he will, quote, start moving on constructive actions to federalize state and local police. He will meet next week with the White House task force set up after Michael Brown shot in Ferguson. The task force authored the President's Task Force on 21st Century Policing Report last May. The report is controversial because it advocates 
the unconstitutional expansion of the federal government into local law enforcement. The role of the federal government is governed by posse comitatus and the Tenth Amendment, the latter stating the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people, meaning it's a state issue. But because he's a dictator and rules by decree and by executive order, and he's trying to do the most amount of damage at bare minimum that he can do before he leaves office, or if he can get martial law going, then he doesn't have to leave. So, this is what his motivation is. So, in April, 53 police departments signed on to the recommendations, specifically the Police Data Initiative, a federal program designed to train local police on how to gather and use data. <clears throat> to quote, and this is, the, this is the flowery garbage reason the White House says, to quote, increase transparency, build community trust, and support innovation, which is all lies. Critics also say the data that's being gathered at local levels will lead to a massive federal database overseen by federal authorities who will then decide whether the individual police department is pursuing crime-fighting techniques in a manner that doesn't discriminate against minorities. Now, here's my comment. Can you imagine how this will be used to the benefit of Islam and, in, and every other wicked evil group like Black Lives Matter, MoveOn.org? Can you imagine how it will be used to their benefit to protect them even further? What they're trying to do is create exactly what's going on in Europe over here and to create it as quickly as possible. Obama's bringing in as many radical Muslims as he possibly can and a lot of people from other nefarious backgrounds. The worst of the worst they want to let in. Hillary wants to be even more aggressive about bringing them in. So it is all about the absolute total destruction and annihilation of America. This is what this is all about. Alex Newman of the New American points out the federal initiative will, quote, <clears throat> quote, will use U.S. taxpayer dollars to deploy experts and researchers charged with training officers to act in a manner that the DOJ, Department of Justice, did, deems just. In essence, doing the bidding of the Obama administration. So this will be totally satanic. Indeed, since Obama took office, the administration has been pumping out a non-stop barrage of propaganda, demonizing tens of millions or even hundreds of millions of Americans as extremists and potential terrorists. That would be like you and I. Bible believers, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, you know, pro-Constitution, anything pro-righteous. Those are the ones that will be deemed as extremists and potential terrorists. But the actual real terrorists and extremists will be given a pat on the head and told to go their merry way and kill the infidel and do whatever they want. That's what will happen. Owing to their mainstream political views, the administration has also consistently vilified police who were accused of abusing their power even before investigations were concluded. Now, now we're going to look at this whole thing about this, this supposed unbelievable crisis of white cops killing black people. Let's, let's look at this statistically and see what the clear statistics about this indicate. Now, for, before we get into that, the murder of policemen in, in the U.S. is up 44% since just 2015 already. It's on that pace. 
44%. Since, I mean, we're only talking seven months ago, since 2015 ended. Where are the, maybe the cops are more hyper-vigilant now because they are being murdered at a 44% higher rate than just last year. Now, are there bad cops out there? Sure. But when you have all of these dynamics going on, all being created by Obama's, the Obama administration, by George Soros, by the Illuminati, you're creating a situation where all of these murder statistics are going to start skyrocketing on both sides. Obviously. I mean, that just it's just common sense. The next report, gunman in vehicle shoots at George... These are just things that have happened since the other day. Uh, gunman in vehicle shoots at Georgia officer. Update, Tennessee Highway gunman was targeting cops. These are all things that, you know are headlines but they're not they're suppressed because they don't really fit the narrative the only thing they want to talk about is white cops killing black men it's all they want to really key on it's the only thing that matters to whip the black race into an absolute frenzy about how they're being slaughtered in mass when from what i've seen now 52 percent of blacks the black race in America aborts their own children in the womb through abortion. There's no public outcry about that, though. That's fine. Which is far greater than, than the whites or even the Hispanics do from an abortion statistic standpoint. It's that high. No, no public outcry over that. There, there's, no, there's no whatever about that. That's fine. That's fine. What we want to focus on are the mass slaughtering of black men by white cops that's the narrative that obama wants to put out that's the only thing that matters let's have tunnel vision let's just look at that one little point and ignore all of the other statistics like black on black murder which we're going to look at that here in a second from america's capital of gun control um in chicago Strictest gun laws in the nation. This is how well gun control works. Victims of Chicago gun crime passes 2,000. 2,000 for just this year alone. After 62 people were injured and four shot dead on bloody 4th of July weekend. 2,000 people in one city. And we're only seven months into the year. Strictest gun control laws in the nation. Nobody there has a gun. Well, then how are they shooting everybody? That's right. The criminals have the guns. The good people don't have them. So there's no good bullets going the opposite direction toward the bad guys. It's only the criminals that possess the guns so they can go out and kill each other in this particular case. Blacks killing blacks primarily. It's how well gun control works. California... They just have, uh, they have new anti-gun laws. The Golden State just enacted some of the most draconian gun laws in the country. See, they got to disarm us before they come and take us over. That's what all of the, the classics, since, since we've had firearms in the last hundred years, that's what all of the Hitler, Stalin, Mao, you name them, before they came in, before they enacted the mass slaughter of their own nation, they had to disarm their nation. That is why all of this is happening, to demonize guns, now, they don't care about the Chicago statistics because they have the strictest gun laws. 
Okay, so that's not nothing that the press is going to talk about. Yeah, sure. Can we document it? Sure, but it's nothing that they're going to put on mainstream news. No. No. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative whatsoever. Baltimore sees, um, another headline, Baltimore sees steep fall in police numbers as murder rate soars. So they have less police, murder rate soar. New Black Panther Party urges group to uh, urges gangs to kill kill whites. Lynch uh, uh, Loretta Lynch, who's intricately involved with all this, Attorney General. We talked about her a lot last weekend. She's absolute Satan incarnate. She says to the, all the Black Lives Matters protesters to quote, "Do not be discouraged," because evidently they're they're protesting for a very very righteous cause. Don't be discouraged. Keep up what you're doing. It's very important for Black Lives Matter people to keep up the narrative. Keep up the hate. Don't be discouraged. It doesn't matter how many white cops you end up killing. Don't be discouraged. Don't give up. They all need to die. Basically is what they're saying. And ultimately, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying ultimately that sounds like their goal. Now, before you say anything further, just wait to see what I'm going to get into here. There's a reason I'm saying all that. Hillary calls on whites to change their ways blames whites and and cops for the deaths of the young black men now according to fbi statistics number one it would take 40 years worth of blacks killed by cops 40 years of blacks killed by cops to equal the number of blacks killed by other blacks in one year in america 40 years Number two, less than 400 people a year killed by cops. This is the, if, if, if I could coalesce this whole, to debunk this whole bunch of lies and garbage over all that we're seeing here, over the reason all these people are, are the Black Lives Matter movement is motivated. If we could just get this one statistic out, of course, I don't think they would care because it doesn't fill their narrative, uh, fulfill their narrative. Less than 400 people a year killed by cops. Less than 400, okay. 61% of them are white. 32% are black, even though the blacks are committing the majority of the crimes. Sounds like the ones that are being discriminated against as far as police killings are whites. Far more disproportionately. 61% are white. Only 32% are blacks, even though they commit the majority of the crimes. And they're even in a much smaller demographic, but they commit the majority of the crimes. Yet, anytime you see any black man at this point being whatever, it's like, you know, the world's going to end. When 61% of the the people that are getting, getting killed by cops every year are white. Oh, they don't want to hear that. Oh, no. No, no, no. Get out of my face with that. New video shows unarmed white teen being killed by police. This happened at the same time. These other two black men were shot. We're going to look at them. Cell phone footage shows cops shooting the teen as he lay on the ground. Unarmed white teen being killed by police. Mm, That doesn't fulfill the narrative either. Third statistic, 90% of murdered blacks die at the hands of other blacks. Where's the outcry on this? It's what we're seeing in Chicago every day. 
Where's the outcry there? Oh, no, there's nothing about that. No, they like that. That's fine. 52% of their race, or just say 50%, is aborted. And then 90% of murder blacks die at the hands of other blacks. But we don't talk about that because those statistics are totally irrelevant. Let's talk about, I think, and I, I had the statistics here. It was 123 uh, black men die per year on average from cops in America. It's some abysmally small number. Disproportionate in relation to the amount of whites that are being killed. It's unbelievable. It is absolute. It's the exact opposite of what they. They. If anybody would have a right to protest all of this and actually be enraged, it would be the whites that are being killed at a disproportionate race, uh, um, manner. They're the ones actually being killed at a far greater number proportionately. No, it's the other way around, though. Now, here's other things that don't ever get talked about. Black crime facts that white liberal media don't dare talk about. Here's a link to it. And I've got into these before. I'm just going to go over a couple. Fact, despite being outnumbered by whites five to one, blacks commit eight times more crimes against whites than vice versa, according to FBI statistics. And there's all links to this. They commit eight more times the crimes against whites than vice versa. A black male is 40 times as likely to assault a white person as the reverse. 40 times. Now, could you imagine if white people were assaulting black people 40 times more opposite than reverse? Can you imagine the absolute, like, unbelievable unbelievable media debacle scandal whatever over that no but because it's 40 times more often blacks assaulting whites it's media silence see i hate unjust scales and balances i hate him god hates them if you look in the bible it's the exact opposite narrative that we're actually being told regarding crime and regarding assault rates and regarding all of this supposed disproportionate blacks being targeted i believe that the world's gotten so politically correct that a lot of the cops are, are afraid to even but anytime it does happen and i'm not saying that there's not bad instances where these people shouldn't have been shot or killed or assaulted that goes holds true though with the whites as well you're gonna have that no matter what you do and it's obviously a lot more whites getting killed than blacks even though the blacks are committing way more crimes i'm just saying i mean i've gotten into these statistics i have a 40 or 50 page document on this black crime statistics and the media silence i can send you this all we're doing today is literally scratching barely the surface and a whole bunch of comments from my black listeners that are in total agreement with what i am saying i'm not saying this because i hate blacks i'm not saying that at all 
but what is fair is fair, what is just is just. And I'm just pointing out statistical facts here that the media is totally silent on and paint the exact opposite narrative in order to foment a race war, in order to bring in martial law, in order to demonize white people, and so on and so on. So a black male is 40 times as likely to assault a white person as vice versa. Wow. Ever see that statistic? No, never. These figures also show that interracial rape, meaning a black person raping a white woman, you use that as an example, versus a white man raping a black woman the figures also show that interracial rape is almost exclusively black on white now when do you ever hear about that that's a big deal don't you think almost exclusively black on white oh that's not worth talking about they're white they deserve it you white people are the source of all evil anyway. I mean, that's that's the way the media portrays whites anymore. All this guilt and shame and all this. I mean, I've, I heard regarding this that a lot of the white people are in shock over this thing in Dallas. And they've, they're, they're, they're like just basically curled up in a fetal position and going home and bawling their eyes out over white guilt. And they bought into all of this narrative that they are the true source of all evil. And that is exactly what Obama... And George Soros and the Illuminati and Satan and his fallen angels and his minions want you to think. You're the reason for all of this. When the statistics actually show the exact opposite of what they're brainwashing people on the mainstream media. It's the exact opposite. If anything, whites would have a a, a right to go out and actually have huge mass protests about these very issues. When do you ever see that? Oh, never. Never, never, never. It's just, you know, it's unbelievable. So will Black Lives Matter and the Obama administration be successful in making sure the elections are canceled in America in 2016? Because that's where this is all heading, from what I can see. By continuing to cause unrest and trouble across our once free country, could Obama legally get away with making sure that enough chaos is unleashed nationwide to give him a third term? This is where the rubber meets the road. This is, this is the end game here. It's becoming increasingly apparent to me. If so, we see that warnings that we have been given for the past two years of massive preparation taking place that were right on target The globalists clearly have no intention of handing their biggest prize, the USA, over to the American people. And they fear that if if Trump gets in office, obviously. What they're trying to say there. Now, let's look at these innocent black men that were shot. Because I have to bring that up. Because the narratives were, they were like these puritanical, never ever did anything wrong, loving black men that were handing out um roses with they were they were handing out um sundays with a cherry on top 
little vanilla ice cream and, and, and some whipped cream to all the passers-by. And these big bad white cops came by and just plugged them full of lead. It's kind of a narrative you, you, you get. Now, you know, am, am I exaggerating a little bit? Yeah, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit there. But you have to understand, I don't believe anything that comes out of, out of mainstream media anymore. Now, were these false flags? You could argue that. I don't know. Again, just like the whole Dallas shooting, it seems pretty authentic. You could say, well, it never happened. This doesn't matter because what the Americans are being told and what they're believing that's what kind of matters in a way because that's how everything is moving based on that. So I'm trying to argue, I'm trying to look at, okay, what are the facts about these, these men in particular? Were they these puritanical, Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm-like men that, you know, would have never, ever, ever done anything to initiate anything like this? Well, let's look at it. First guy, up in Minnesota, black man whose death was live streamed advocated violence against cops, which led, which now then led to the Dallas attacks. Here, an armed Black Lives Matter supporter, he is a Black Lives Matter supporter who once posted a, and I'm pretty sure he was armed in the car, who was once posted a picture of a Black Panthers on his Facebook. Here, it, here it is. Here's a screenshot of his Facebook post. With his name, Philando Castile, February 6, 2016. And it shows a picture of two Black Panthers standing outside of their uh, respective, it looked like Black Panthers from the 60s, standing outside their, whatever, their headquarters. Leather jackets. The one guy's got a 12-gauge with a whole bunch of uh, 12-gauge shells, bandolero or whatever on his chest, ready to kill, and with the caption above it, and this is his Facebook, this is the innocent black guy that got shot, that says, by any means necessary, with an exclamation mark, all in caps, in, in a threat to whites and apparently police. That was what it was directed as. This is the guy that got shot four times in his back seat, in the back seat. Now, I watched the video. If the video is true, the cops scream, and I told him not to reach for it. I told him not to reach for it. The lady's like, he was reaching for his wallet. Listen, I don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe it is all a false. Maybe none of it's true. I don't know. But from what I saw, the cop was freaked out. Didn't look like he wanted to shoot the guy. He wasn't happy about it. But if he sees a guy and he's thinking he's going for his gun, and he says, don't do it, and, he, and he's reaching for something, <laughs> stuff's going to happen. And look at, the, look at what's on this guy's Facebook page, you know? You don't know what type of look that guy was giving the cop. You have no idea. All we saw was the supposed aftermath. But again, what is... What is put before, what, and this was right on cue, this is when I'm like, something's going to happen, they got to get the spotlight off Hillary, and then all of a sudden this breaks, and then the other one breaks, and then Dallas breaks that night, where all the cops get, and then, the, and then all the race wars. Can't you see all this is being contrived and by design? You're, you're only having a hundred some black guys every year killed by cops across America, and they're acting like it's the end of the world. 
when the blacks are boarding over 50% of their babies and 90% of blacks are killing other blacks. And most of the cops, most of the people that are being killed by cops are white people, white guys in particular. That doesn't matter because it doesn't fulfill the narrative. To get us all fighting one another and hating one another. Um, this was this by any means necessary was posted over this black this uh, Black Panthers picture and a threat to whites and apparently police. Uh, he was shot and killed by a St. Anthony police officer after refusing orders not to reach for his gun during a traffic stop. You heard the cop clearly say, "I told him not to reach for it," and he was freaked out. The cop he was beyond mega freaked out. I told him not to reach for it. I told, it didn't sound like he was happy what he just did. He was freaked out. The, the lady in the front seat was totally calm. It was really weird. It was so strange. You know. After refusing orders not to reach for his gun during a traffic stop during a Falcon Heights, Minnesota, Wednesday night. You're carrying and you get pulled over by a cop and they know you're carrying. You better be really 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 going along the game plan when a cop has is drawn down on you with a gun you better not make any sudden moves you better i mean listen he would have shot a white guy doing that too if you knew a white guy was was packing and all of a sudden the white guy starts rummaging around his whatever white guy's gonna get killed too oh but it's racist it has to be racist if it was a black cop that did this, it wouldn't even have made the headlines. It wouldn't have made the headlines at all. Why? It didn't fulfill the narrative. If it was a white guy that got shot by a black cop, it wouldn't have made the headlines. You see the hypocrisy of all this? The satanic lies and hypocrisy. I'm, you know what I'm saying is true. It wouldn't have made headlines. It would have made local headlines, sure. But it wouldn't have been plastered all over wherever CNN and all the lamestream media The person shot Philando Castile also posted videos to his Facebook account complaining about whites criminalizing the black lifestyle, whatever that means. That guy was no, he, he was no saint, okay? Now, who's the other guy? Alton Sterling, the guy that got killed down in Louisiana. Is he a gentle giant or an armed felon? Sterling was well known to local police as a dangerous criminal. I saw this narrative of him. Oh, he sold CDs and DVDs. He just had such a love for it. And he he just was going around throwing flowers and pixie sticks and buttercups and selling his CDs and DVDs. He never hurt anybody. He never did anything wrong. He was just wonderful. Well, hold on. Sterling was well known to local police as a dangerous criminal. When police officers attempted to arrest Alton Sterling, shown just after midnight on Tuesday, for brandishing a firearm, which is about the stupidest thing you could do to a cop, and threatening a homeless man, he resisted arrest and fought with officers. There's video of this. Before it was over, he was dead and the nation was again embroiled in protests and violence as the mainstream media, social media, and social justice warriors decried the shooting as a murder of a, quote, good man. A video showing the shooting was posted to various websites immediately after the shooting. The next day, another video 
uh, was released showing the incident more closely and from a slightly different angle. Both videos show Sterling fighting with the police and refusing to obey orders to stop moving. As the officers try to seduce Sterling, one of them can be heard shouting, he's got a gun, gun. Both the officers drew their guns at that point and one can be heard on the video saying, if you blank and move, I swear to God. But before he could finish the statement, the other officer the one pinning Sterling's legs down is heard saying he's going for the gun. Then one of the officers shoots three times and then both videos lose the frame. The second video shows the officers being thrown off of Sterling. And I guess because he's, he threw him off. And from one off, and from one off camera, one yells, get on the ground. Then there are two more shots because evidently he wasn't complying then. Followed by one final shot. The video pans back to the incident. The one officer is seen walking over and removing a gun from Sterling's right front pocket. I just don't know how you fake that on a false flag when you've got two separate videos showing that. And this guy was well known to local police as a dangerous criminal. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was like Mary had a little lamb. His fleece was white as snow. Innocent as a kitten, all of them. Sounds like they were doing some real stupid stuff. I would never try to, I mean, come on. Going for your gun, resisting arrest to a cop who's drawing down on you? What do you expect? There was another one that just, just happened the same, around the same time in Houston. Cops kill, this is that, that headline, cops kill, quote, innocent black man in Houston merely for pointing a gun at them. What, in the, what is this world coming to when you can't aim a gun at some cops without them shooting back at you? There's a whole report there. I mean, what do you expect? Listen, if you're a white guy doing that, they're still going to kill you. Deader than a hammer. Just like they would a black guy or Hispanic guy. <laughs> you can't do that. Unless you want to die. You know, so, you know, sorry, but anyway... Then, so that, then we have Black Lives Matter kicking into high gear. They're waiting for all this to go on. This is all the, the summer race war. They've been trying to get kicked off. This fits the narrative. They want to put this on there. They want to get the spotlight off Hitlery. They want to, they want to um, you know, shut down the Republican National Convention. They want to shut down the elections. They want to keep Obama in for a third term. So they're going to brock. Now, if, it, again, if either of these shootings were black cop killing a white guy, or a black cop killing a black guy, none of this would have even been in, we wouldn't even have heard about it. You know that's true. We wouldn't even have heard about it. It's fine for white people to get killed at a much higher rate by cops. That's fine. That's, there's no problem there. Statistically speaking, it's, what, 61% higher rate than the blacks being killed? To me, that sounds prejudice, but I can't say that as a white person. No, 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 no. No, I'm just a bigoted devil that needs to die, evidently. But these fit the narrative. Perfect timing. So what do we have? Black lives batter. Attack cops in St. Paul, throw rocks, rebar, fireworks, Molotov cocktails. You know, because that's going to make everything better. 
And that's going to fix everything. I particularly like it when they go into their own neighborhoods and loot their own stores and burn their own neighborhoods down. Because that, you know, that makes things so much better for the blacks in that community. I mean, man, so smart. It's brilliant. Brilliant tactic. Wonderful. Video, 200 plus arrests of that. But see, that's fine. That's not condemned. That's wonderful. And please, kill all the cops you can kill. That's just justified, obviously, because of these two wonderful black men that we just described who were shot. You know, I know, am I glad they're shot? No, but it's like, well, it kind of sounds like <laughs> their own stupidity possibly could have got them shot. Then you could say, no, no, it was all racism. Well, how do you know that? It doesn't sound like racism to me. And again, if it was a white guy trying to pull a gun on a black cop, or a white cop, they're still going to get shot, deader than a hammer, and dead. It's not racism. It's what cops do when they're in a situation where they're getting a gun pulled upon them, or where they think they're going to get a gun pulled on them. You need to err on the side of safety when dealing with cops. Now the cops are going to be so hypervigilant, they're going to, it's even going to get worse. That's what they want. They want it to get worse. They want the cops to get ramped and amped up, which they're going to be. Things are going to be so much worse now, which is, again, by design. The blacks are going to be madder. You're going to have more cop shootings. You're going to have more blacks being killed, probably. All by design, to ratchet all this up. Gunfire hits San Antonio Police Headquarters. Black Lives Matter, these are all different headlines, Black Lives Matter leader says the Dallas cop ambush is a conspiracy to make Black Lives Matter look bad. Oh, no, it, oh, come on. No, it's true, it's true. Because Black Lives Matter is just good people. Good, good, good people. Even though they attack the cops in St. Paul and threw rocks and rebar and fireworks and Molotov cocktails and are calling for them to kill all the black, the, the white pig cops and kill them and, and get revenge and cause a race war. They're good people. You know, they are. Then we have black sheriff David A. Clark Jr. who says, I'm calling on this nation. And here is a, here is a intelligent awesome black man i am calling on this nation to rise up and speak with one voice in condemning this vile vitriolic hateful movement called black lives matter he's telling that's got the memo it's not buying into the the fake lie narrative then we have fbi alert plan purge to kill all cops new black panther party advisor attack everything in blue meaning the boys in blue the cops that's what they're telling them to do Black Lives Matter, New Black Panthers, MoveOn.org, All George Soros funded, Obama administration funded as well. We're going to look at that. Helped out. This, this nation is so wicked and corrupt. Our government is just, especially at the top with Obama and them. I mean, it is so rogue, so evil, so out of control. There's too many people that are waking up now. Uh, Trump's done a lot to cause a, a, an awakening along those lines. Again, I'm not saying Trump's perfect. But they are panicking. 
the grassroots supports for Trump, as much as he is demonized, every time I turn around, the grassroots isn't buying into it. They're starting to sweat bullets. They have got to suspend the elections. Hillary being on all of these cases, indicted, all of her past being dredged up. She's got, you know, so many skeletons in her closet, so many dead bodies the Clintons have. I just think they're gonna they're they're gonna bypass Clinton and go straight to keeping Obama in for a third term. Is the way it looks like if they could handle it. Okay, I'm praying that doesn't happen, because you know it's from that point it will be just a bloodbath from here on out. Probably it, and it will never change until Jesus comes back, until literally the end of the tribulation. You're just gonna see a continual bloodbath in America. I mean, we're, we're literally that close to something like that kicking off. And once it starts regarding that, particularly if they're able to assassinate Trump, they've already tried to assassinate him, I heard. But if they're able to do that, that's going to also kick it off. There's a lot of different scenarios, you know. And, and what if they start to activate all the Muslim terror cells in conjunction with this? What if we have some type of false flag nuclear event? on? What if we have an EMP attack? What if uh, we have a pandemic? You add any of those scenarios in, or huge natural, na- uh, natural disasters, which they can trigger through harp, through scalier weaponry and these types of things. They've been able to do that for a long, long time. There's a lot of different things they have at their disposal in order to create this order out of chaos that they want to bring about. And we could literally be right on the cusp of that, you know, unless God intervenes is the way I'm really looking at it. Uh, then we have, let's see here, we have a Facebook headquarters and they're all part of this. Facebook is absolutely a part of, of, of all of this satanic scheme to bring about the new world order. Facebook headquarters puts up, puts up massive black lives matter sign following the Dallas shooting. This is how wicked, evil and corrupt Facebook is. Facebook placed a massive black lives matter sign on its Menlo park headquarters Friday, just hours after the Dallas officers were gunned down. You would think that they had gotten their pound of flesh. 11 cops being shot, five dead. You would think that that would have appeased Black Lives Matter, the new Black Panthers, move on. But no, it's like, no, no, no. It's like, well, I guess you want all white cops dead or just all cops dead in general? No, they put up. A, they had the audacity to put up a Black Lives Matter huge one, the one is electronic signs. You can click on the link and see it. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg has long expressed support for Black Lives Matter, even going as far as reprimanding employees for saying all lives matter. Oh no, all lives don't matter. Only Black Lives Matter. Whites need to die. That's the message, isn't it? Of course it is. Even though he's white. The social media site, which has been repeatedly accused, even by former employees, of suppressing conservative content, which it does all the time, seemingly had no issue this week with the Black Lives Matter supporters celebrating the death of the Dallas officers. No, no, they don't have any problem with that. They, they like it. Absolutely, they, they encourage that. Um, that's all I have for part one, and we're going to go to part two next.
God bless you and see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.